What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. Oh my gosh, I am so pumped, you guys. We are welcoming super special guest and also my BFF, Stephanie Asher from Self Love with Stephanie Smith. Steph is first of all, an amazing free spirit. She's a new mama to eight week old baby Ptolemy and a bad ASS Instagram influencer. She loves rainbows, dogs, and onesies. Y'all, I know this firsthand and is one of the funniest, most funky people I know. I'm so excited to have her share her knowledge with us today. And she's going to be talking with us about social media influencing and getting your Instagram just rocking and rolling. Super, super pumped about this. This episode is brought to you by my absolute favorite all-in-one email software platform, GetResponse. I use GetResponse not only for my landing pages, but also for my email systems, my automation software, my CRM customer management. It really has it all. It even has live webinar capabilities and it's under 50 bucks a month. And in the online space, that price is absolute crazy. I'm really happy with it. It has wonderful deliverability and it's just so cool because it's that all-in-one platform. If you want to check out GetResponse and get a 30-month trial completely free, no strings attached, head over to bit.ly.com slash start your email list and fall in love. Hey, Steph. I'm so happy to have you here on the show. Thanks for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And I'm loving that I'm sitting in your kitchen. That is currently a hot mess. And if you know Stephanie, that is not her normal. So it's excellent to see the side of her and just so excited to be here with you guys and share the information that I've learned. Awesome. Well, yes, my house is a hot mess, but because you're my BFF, you can handle it. Y'all know you've got three types of friends, right? You've got the friends, they want to hang out and you're like, hold up. I got to literally clean my entire house spotless. You've got the acquaintancy friends, like, you know, a nice pickup will do. And then you've got the real, like your hardcore soulmate friends. And you're like, oh, boo, come on over, honey. Step on the Lego. <laughs> literally, is it, there's a poop schmear on my son's toilet. Like that actually is happening right now. So <laughs> loving every minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, Steph, you know, I want the audience to hear from you about how you became so passionate about your mission, like truly your call on this earth, which is self-love with Stephanie. Can you kind of walk us through that? Yeah. So actually I have lived through quite a bit and I realized through my journey that everything's happened for me, not to me. And I'm going to use what has happened as a way to help other individuals. So just a little bit about me is I've lived through three decades of sexual abuse from multiple different people. I've had depression all of my life. I've suffered from PTSD, night terrors. I have slight body dysmorphia. I've had to walk away from my immediate family to protect myself and my future kids. And at the time, I didn't have anybody kid-wise. So it was kind of one of those moments where it was, I just had to survive. And it's one of the hardest things I did. And that actually led to me being hospitalized for suicide. 
And now I'm on my newest, newest journey, which is being a single mother. <laughs> and I have to say that while everything has happened and it does seem like a little bit of a dark cloud, I see a positive in every single thing that I've gone through. I realized I wanted to empower women to grow through their experiences and use it as a form of empowerment and not a place of staying down for whatever has happened to them. I am so passionate about spreading this message and helping others so they also know that they're not alone in whatever has happened to them or they're going through or at the same time that they've done to others. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's so easy that we get stuck in, oh, I'm a bad person because this happened to me or I'm a bad person because I did this to someone else. So I want people to realize that we're all in this together and we can use our experiences for empowerment and helping one another out. And I mean, and first of all, like, girl, you've been through it. (laughs) And I know, and I think how I take that is that there's so much growth that comes from these really the darkest seasons in our life, right? Or what seemingly is this trauma. Yes. I mean, literal decades of trauma. But for you to come out the other side and say, you know, I am not a victim and I choose the light. I choose to break the cycle. Like how crazy is that? Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I was introduced to therapy. I have to say <laughs> that, is, to therapy, yes, that is saved my life. Everybody should go to therapy. And it is realizing that there's so much help out there and so many people want to help and being able to push through and fight yeah. for yourself and fight for what you deserve, which is love and happiness. Yeah, exactly. Well, and y'all Stephanie, so she took all of these things that have happened throughout her life and all of these moments And she's crafted this absolutely incredible, brave brand of speaking out for women that have faced trauma, that are dealing with depression, that are dealing with body dysmorphia, that are single parenting. And she's really been this brave advocate for anybody going through all the things she's gone through. And I keep telling her, I'm like, girlfriend, you are the next Louise Hay. (laughs) Like, I tell you what, like... I wanted that book better be dedicated to your BFF because I'm like, I'm going to claim it right now. Like she is going to make a massive impact on this world. So there's that. Okay. (laughs) Now I'm so happy you made it through all that poop. We'll keep it G rated today. (laughs) And um, let's start with, I think let's just really make it basic for people because they're on this episode to learn about becoming a social media influencer. You are able to work from home with your new baby and you're building this incredible influencer brand from your Instagram account. Can you, first of all, explain to us what it means to be a social media influencer? Yes. So to me, how this, I kind of even ran into this is um, I have this huge mission that I just want to share with everybody. And I was like, I see that Instagram is such a huge platform for being able to talk Blogs aren't really my thing, if we're really, really being honest. Right. Um, so I really dug into Instagram to figure out how to make Instagram work for me to be able to share my message. And through that, I have found social media influencers. A social media influencer is someone who is on social media who has a targeted audience, and they have built a relationship with that audience. Mm-hmm. And they interact with them and have built such a strong relationship that People love and trust them. Mm-hmm. And you run across someone's page and you're like, oh my gosh, those workout pants are so cute. How did her butt get so good? Like that just makes her like look <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I want those pants. And then at the bottom, it says tagged by whatever brand. That right there is an influencer. Someone who makes you stop and think, I want that. Right. Whether it is any topic, their house, their clothes, 
their baby gear, their child themselves. Like there are some <laughs> cute kids out there that I'm like, I want that kid. Give yeah. me that one. <laughs> so an influencer is someone who has a lifestyle or activity level or interest or hobbies that you really relate to. And brands want to hire them because they have the direct target audience that they're trying to reach. And it is a cheaper way than doing a large targeted marketing campaign to get those customers. So they are using influencers to hire them out to represent their products. I must see a bigger push towards this influencer movement recently than I see because TV is almost obsolete, right? Yep. I mean, advertising, we can forward through it regardless. But when you are on someone's page that you like, know, and trust, you love their stuff, you know, they relate with you, they resonate with you, like they're your people. And they are like, these pants will make your boots <laughs> look so more much. firm than you ever had before. <laughs> I'm like, where do I buy it? Like, yes. Right? So you guys, how many accounts are you following that mention something that they love personally use, even if it's their own course, even if it's their own product and you go, yes, I want that. You have just been influenced. Yep. Okay. So that's an influencer. Mind blown. Mind blown. Okay. And who doesn't want to be paid to be epic? Okay. So that brings me to my next question. Okay. You're an influencer. How many followers or what level of engagement did you have before you started getting sponsors? And how do you get to this magic number? Because I think a lot of people think my account's too small. I can't be an influencer or, you know, I have a ton of followers, but I don't even know where to start here. So how many people did you have the level of engagement and, and what is that magic number or is there one? Yes. So I think the first sponsored post, I was really trying to like think back about this when you asked this question was around 25,000 mm-hmm. followers. But if I could have done anything over again, I probably would have started reaching out to companies when I had about 5,000, okay. maybe even 3,000 ah. people. Because the way I see it now is back then I was insecure and I was like, okay, I have to have this big, large number and seem so cool, air quotes on that yes. one, um, <laughs> that I had to have this huge number and this huge audience that I would then be worthy yeah. of being hired. But the reality is that there is so much strength in small numbers because your engagement rate is so high because you're able to take the time to build those relationships with each of your followers. Right. And also from a company's perspective, it is cheaper to hire someone who has 5,000 than it is to hire 100,000. So anybody can really be an influencer. And I think that what you really want to look at is your engagement rate. Yeah which is you want at least a 2% or better. And that is taking your 2% or better. And that is determined by the number of total engagement, which is your likes plus your comments plus your shares divided by your total amount of followers. So a little bit of math. Okay. I always thought it was purely, you know, your follow number. So you're saying that we can actually start getting sponsored. And we'll talk about what does that mean? Like free products versus making money in a minute, guys. You can actually get sponsored with a low following if your engagement, if the number of people are really, really there showing up for you, commenting for you, sharing for you, right? And and does this include stories at all, this engagement number? Yes. Stories are great because they come and go. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can also say them in our highlights, but for the most part, they're not like a solid post. Right. So while the number of followers... Previously, I think was important. Yeah. 
I think the way the Instagram algorithm has kind of changed it up a little bit, it is definitely more the engagement rate uh-huh. and um, how to grow your following on Instagram. There's a five, three, one rule, sure. which is if you find the people that you love and resonate with, you find them on Instagram, go to their page, like five of their post, comment on three of them and then follow them. Yes. And that really just blows up their feed. And it's like, Oh my gosh, who is this? I love them. Like, thanks so much for all the kind words. And then they go over to your page and see if they resonate with you. Obviously do this authentically and really truly mean it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is a platform where it is building relationships and you want to make sure that you are real. The more people that are exposed to your page, the more people start engaging with you, following you, that kind of stuff. Sure. The other thing you can do to grow your Instagram is you can hire an Instagram manager. And that is someone who kind of works in the background and does the five, three, one rule for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And it is basically just to get people to know that you exist and get them to go to your page. Like to see notice if, you. Yes. Yeah. Just to see if they even resonate with you. Sure. Um, because half of the issue is how do you get that exposure? Yeah. And who has time? Like it's personally, you know, I use your Instagram management services you guys will share in a minute in a little bit here, but I don't have three hours a day to like and comment. And as much as I love every single one of my followers, like I have to spend my most valuable time creating, right? It's either I'm going to go like stuff or I'm going to record this podcast right now. So you guys, we're not saying you have to spend your entire life doing the five, three, one rule, but we're saying if your focus is growing engagement, whether you do that yourself or you outsource that, it is something that will help grow the, that engagement rate, which is key for becoming an influencer. Is that right, Stephanie? Yes. Okay. I can't speak for other Instagram managers, but for me personally, I kind of want to set it up so that it is, we are targeting exactly who you want. And so that we are saying what you would say if you found them yourself. Cause at the end of the day, you did find them, you do love them and you do resonate with them. And so it's coming from such a genuine, wholesome place yeah. versus like a bot system where it's just a cold, meh. Yeah, totally. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. Okay. By that. <laughs> and that's so attainable for so many. And so for those of you thinking, how will I ever become an influencer? Like this still seems really crazy for me, but not, whether it's the follower number or whether your engagement just simply isn't there. I want you to know it's literally all about consistency, adding value, having a feed that stands out. And for me, it was outsourcing that Instagram management. So Steph, like, What do you want to say there? I mean, I'm sure that you can kind of expand on that for us. Yes. So I personally believe the best thing you can do is add value on your all social media platforms. Doesn't even have to be Instagram. I think that the best thing that you can do is make the world a better place, whether that is you're an interior designer and you want to help how to improve the flow of a bathroom, how to organize a small kitchen, how to make your place cute if you're renting. Mm -hmm how can you improve and help the world with whatever niche you are in? Yeah. To me personally, I think adding value is huge because it gives a reason for your followers to come back and engage with you, to talk with you, to learn from you. Yeah. Like it's about pouring into them without an end game, which was, and you guys, this was so hard for me. Okay. And Stephanie knows this. Like (laughs) I am a self-professed egomaniac control freak weirdo. And I'm like, I have to just give, give, give with nothing, no expectation. And so it's a mental shift go from I sell something and that's my end goal, or I want to make money from my Instagram account to I'm actually just going to pour into people and know that at the end of this energy and love that I'm pouring into the world, there is abundance that will flow from that. I yes. think that's right. Isn't that yes. the visual 
like the mentality that they need to have going into this. Yes. And I think the more that you give, the more you give, the more you give your soul and your heart and your humor, the more the world and the universe gives back to you. Mm-hmm. And I think so many of the times watching the news, everything, everything is so negative. Yeah. We personally with our social media have that opportunity to do good and bring positivity in the world. And I just think everybody should take that opportunity. And I think that um, providing value on your social media does not have to mean you have to go out there and tell your heart cringing story to like, like me. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, like you don't have to like do the crazy. I think that if you have humor, you can motivate, if you can inspire, help people feel not alone, you can solve some problems, give action steps. If you can just provoke a feeling, any type of feeling, you are helping as long as you're coming from a good, positive place and you leave people uplifted, then you are doing so good. And that is what's adding value. And I think that is what will really grow and great consistency with your followers through your social media. So why adding value is so huge. I think the other thing to really consider and really focus on is your consistency. And that is brand consistency and posting consistency. Brand consistency is so important because your audience will be able to recognize you as you fall into their feed. Right. It is that instant connection of, I know exactly who that is. And I'm going to want to read that because I love them so much. Sure. And have you ever seen those Instagram profiles where you look at their page and it looks beautiful, like a magazine Uh that is the brand consistency. Their colors are the same. You can go to their website and it matches their Instagram. You want that brand consistency. And so that when a company hires you, they also know what they're going to get from you. They know the colors, they know what your photos are going to look like. They know what the overall aesthetic is going to be and whether that's going to match their brand or not. Sure. So you definitely want that brand consistency and posting consistency. Oh my gosh, post consistency, silly, silly people. I know. I just don't understand it. So people are going crazy and they're like, I'm going to get once a day, seven times a week. I'm going to hit that number. They get it for two weeks. They're so overwhelmed. They feel like they have no more content. Right. And then you don't hear from them for two months. Sure. And so that little like work that they did completely falls off. Right. Because their audience is like, well, I don't know where they went. So are you like talking to to me right now? Because (laughs) I feel like I do this all the time. And it's so easy because if you don't have it scheduled out or you don't know what you're exactly going to talk about, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And social media is a lot if we're really truly being honest. Oh, yeah. So I think it's better to post maybe three or four times a week. Right. And just know that you're going to post versus overwhelm yourself and not have any consistency in your posting. And one thing I've done, too, that will help me is I actually have the days of the week that I'm already in there because I'm posting my podcast posts. Those are the days I take and I schedule the next three days. So it's almost like it's scheduled into my planner. And I know what days am I doing social media creation because otherwise you guys, what it's an afterthought. Yes. So I should just do a post right now. Like not going to happen. We are cleaning up poop smears. Uh-huh. Like y'all, I am stepping <laughs> on some Legos up in here. Like I am not thinking about the amazing thing I want to post on Facebook today or on Instagram. Yes. Yes. And it's so easy to be out of sight, out of mind or the phone rings and it just never sure. happens. So I think, like you said, scheduling it out, whether that is on your day planner, on your phone, having an alarm go off, or using a company, there's a link at the bottom of this podcast, and I use OnlyPult. I believe you do as well, Stephanie. So to me, that's a lifesaver. I spend two hours once a week, and I have a week's worth of posts done, or two weeks' worth. It is out of sight, out of mind, and then all I can do is focus on 
engaging in answering questions and answering those messages and really engaging with my audience. Yes. And you guys can go over to my website and click on resources and grab the it's self-love is the code for only poll. If you guys want to try that free for a month, it's on my website. It's just sidebar that automation software is just huge. huge. Okay. So that is just pure gold value brand consistency, consistency within the posting, right? Consistency with your words, your message, your voice. Now let's go into this. How does it work when you decide I want to be sponsored? Do you reach out to companies? Do they reach out to you? Do you get products versus money? Like what does the process look like? So I think it can work however you want it to work. So I personally reach out to companies that I am passionate about, that Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know that my followers, my friends, my mom would love and really benefit from this product. Mm -hmm. So to me, I want to share that with the world. Yeah. And also if I sit around and kind of wait for people to come to me, I might get something that does not resonate with me. I had one that came through and it was supporting Walmart and I just don't support Walmart. And so I said, no. Whereas if I go out myself and find the companies that I really love and resonate with, then I know that I'm in a better spot and I'm coming from a pure being genuine yes. versus anything that's forced. Okay. And then, so when you're approaching these companies, what do you say or how do you start the process? So I might not be doing it properly. <laughs> eh, I don't think there's like a proper way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm still kind of learning. So I think the great thing about Instagram right now and companies is they are hiring micro-influencers, sure. which are people who have the lower end, like the 5,000, the 10,000 micro-influencer, anywhere between 5,000 and 100,000. Okay. And that is all of us probably. Chances yes. are high. Yes. And so they are looking for us, which is amazing. So when I reach out to companies, I send them a direct message and I just say, hi, my name is Stephanie and I am a micro-influencer. I have this brand. My mission is XYZ. And I would love to see if there's anything I can help you with, with your brand. Yep. And I just see what they have available, if anything fits with them. I typically get an email back saying, hey, this is the PR person you should be emailing. Yes. So that's where I'm not too sure if that's how you're supposed to go about it. But so then I send the same email pretty much over to um, their PR person. Yep. And then I ask the same thing. How can I help you? I think it's a service-based industry versus hey, give me free stuff is how can I serve you? How can I help you? Because them hiring me helps my audience make their life better. Okay. I like that mentality. Yeah. And so you actually say in the email, how can I help you? Yes. That's super cool. Yeah. So I think think it also helps them being like, oh, well, we're looking for someone who just had a baby. Do you feel comfortable being out there in the world in your brown panties? I'm like, (laughs) I happen to be crazy enough. That is me. <laughs> that That's exactly the message I want to share. Yeah. So it's figuring out how to help them serve them. Okay. So I start with that. And then I typically get an email back. Um, and we kind of just figure out what might be the right fit. Uh-huh. They tend to ask for my media kit. Right. Which is just a quick little overview of what my audience is on each of my platforms, what my engagement rate is. And, um, then from there, we kind of discuss the terms. So this is a lot of back and forth emails. Right. And the terms are either free or paid. Um, you can either receive product. So you can receive product in exchange for a post, or you can receive product and get paid for the post. Uh-huh. There's a lot of companies that I work with that just have amazing, amazing missions. Cuddle and Kind is one of them. 
and they just make these beautiful handmade dolls. Uh-huh. And for every doll sold, they do ten meals nice. to hungry children. Oh, that's awesome. So to me, I'm like, I would, I want to work with them. Sure. That is something that I resonate with and I just love. So for those, I obviously want to do those free. Right. But you can definitely ask and say, hey, they might ask you, what, well, what, how much do you charge? And then you kind of just state your rate and what you're comfortable with. But you always want to remember that while being an influencer sounds super awesome and easy and fun, there's also the work part of it. There's uh, a lot of work. Yeah. There's the photo shoot of how you're going to per, like show off this product. Yes. Do you yourself, are you going to do it? Are you going to hire a photographer? Are you going to use your iPhone? Is your husband going to take a photo of you? How are you going to schedule that? What's the background going to look like? So there's the whole process of planning the post and making sure that you are truly representing the best of your ability for that brand. Yeah. And truly coming from a place of love, I think, is a huge part of that. And then from there, then we discuss what social media is going to go on, how long it's going to go on, if it's going to go on the stories, if there's like a swipe up. If you have more than 10,000 followers, you can do a swipe up. And then I personally send them a photo before I publish it so that if they want to use it for any of their stuff, they totally can. And then after the post has gone up for about a week, I send them these stats. So you can go to like the insights on your Instagram and I show them how it did. And then I receive payment if there is any payment. Okay. So let's talk about that for a minute. What should a micro influencer, let's just say, I'm going to guesstimate that the listeners here on the show are probably under 10,000 followers, the majority, maybe under 20,000 followers. Okay. And they decide, all right, let's say I have a thousand, uh, 1% ish engagement. I think I'm ready to start becoming a micro influencer. What would you recommend that they charge? And then what would be included in that? So, you know, for example, is it $25 a post? Is it $300 a post? Is it per post? Is, do you charge separately for your stories? Kind of how do you package that? So that is such a loaded question. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> ah! I guess if I had to give a baseline, sure, which is so hard, would be probably a penny per follower. So if you have 10,000 followers, that would be $100 a post. But that is not including their engagement rate, that kind of stuff. So I think the other thing to kind of... So would you say like to interject, Mm -hmm. if they had to gauge for them, like, okay, I have 10,000 followers, but I have a crappy engagement, they should definitely go down, right? Or if they say, well, I have 2% engagement, which is really the kind of the standard as an influencer, then go for the 100. Is that kind of like start there and play with it? Yeah. And I think when I first started, I highballed myself. Sure. I did too. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, oh, I could do this. And then I kept, um, they would respond back with a very average number. I Multiple times I got the same request for the same amount. So I was like, okay, obviously I'm too high. So I just kind of figured out in between there how to price myself. Okay. So yes, I would say if you have a 2% or a 3% engagement rate, I say that you could definitely do the start with and kind of play around with if you can get hired for a penny per follower. Now, does that include just the post or does that include a story with swipe up mention on Facebook? Like what's included in that? Let's say hundred dollar example. So I personally do not have much of a following on any other platform other than Instagram. Uh So I personally do an Instagram post and a Instagram story swipe up so they can go to their link, make it easy and convenient for my followers and I pay one or I charge one price per for that little package. Okay. 
But if I had a really good Facebook following, I'm really trying to work on my YouTube. Once that goes up, that's going to be a completely different thing. And I'm going to be able to diversify and post it multiple places. Yeah. And so for me, for example, when I do an influencer post, I include all my Facebook stats because my Facebook is where the majority of my followers with the highest engagement comes from you guys. So when you're crafting a media kit and you can Google that, you can go to my website and look at my media kit. You can go to Stephanie's website, look at hers. I'm including my whole social media package. So it doesn't have to be just Instagram. Correct. Yeah. Whatever social media platform is your jam. Yes. Or do them all. Yeah. Do them all. Do them all. Okay. So that's super, super cool. I think becoming an influencer is just like such a dream job and it sounds amazing. And I think so many people can at least dabble in that because why not? We're already talking about the things we love. We may as well ask these companies we're passionate about. So what are the the top three tips you have for those mamas listening who want to become a social media influencer and are ready to become sponsored? So narrowing it down to three is a little hard, but (laughs) if I have to do it, I think the first one is definitely be yourself and just be real. If you are putting something out there that is not true to who you are, it's going to come off as spammy and weird and grungy and your followers are going to see through that and it's going to create that distance in your audience and you don't don't want that. So definitely be yourself and always create content that is helping the world. Yes. No matter what niche you're in. 100%. And then I guess second one would be ask and ask and ask and ask and then follow up and then ask some more. (laughs) Yes. And that is just... You never know until you ask. Sure. And at the end of the day, you don't know these people. Yeah. It's just Joe Snow on the other side of that email. True. Just send that email out. It's True. okay. Just ask. We were just talking about this, you guys. Yep. I had an account I want to sponsor me. And uh, I told Stephanie that, but they didn't answer me. And she's like, well, have you followed up? I'm it's like, so oh. easy. Oh, yeah, that is easy. I need to go ahead and do that. And well, but you always forget because you're like, well, they don't like me. Sure. That, that insecurity with any business yeah. of not being good enough or yeah. someone doesn't respond. And obviously a direct hit to you personally yes. when it's not that way at all. Because like I was telling Stephanie, they could have loved her um, idea that she pitched them. And they're just talking to upper management about it. Yeah. And we have to wait till Friday at five for that meeting. So you never know. And just always ask, email constantly, different companies and follow up with them. Yep. And the third one is do not expect an overnight huge success or this whole house is going to be redecorated because it's going to be (laughs) sponsored. Like (laughs) definitely be realistic with what you're kind of going after and making sure that you are seeing it as a service for helping them, not how can they help you, but how can you help them and better yourself and better your audience always come from a place of good. I love that so much. And so my last question is, do you have any hacks for growing the social media engagement? Because we now know this is a huge key performance indicator for getting sponsorships and raising prices and all those great things. So give us the juice. Ooh, I'm so glad you asked this one. (laughs) Okay, so my favorite hack is do a trade with a photographer. Mm. So everybody's looking for that more professional feed, the chances of you being a photographer or knowing someone who's just like, yeah, let me just give you some free photos. Slim to none. I get that. So you probably have a service that you are amazing at. You're trying to show the world that a photographer needs. Yes. I would research photographers in your area. See if any of them, once again, ask, 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 Mm -hmm, ask, ask. If any of them would be willing to do a trade, you could do it every three months. 
if you're a business coach, you could give them great business coaching ideas of how to build their brand, build their photography. Let's say you're a masseuse. I don't know of any photographer who would not want to trade for massage therapy. Exactly. Let's get real. Exactly. So you have something that someone else wants. Chances are high. One of those photographers want what you have. Do a trade, build your Instagram, make it look more professional. And I think that's going to help a lot of your engagement. The other thing that is stories, Instagram stories. I do not think that they are being utilized enough. Nope. I think that you can really build and show your personality with Instagram stories. You can be silly. You can do like short 15 minute videos. You can ask questions, build engagement that way. I think that they are so amazing and definitely not utilized enough. And the other great thing about stories is you're constantly popping up. Your little face is popping up at the top of everybody's um, Instagram. And you're constantly being a reminder. Oh, I should go look at see if there's a new post. Oh, I wonder if there's a new this. Oh, oh, oh. And you're constantly on their mind, which I think Instagram stories is amazing in helping um, grow Instagram accounts for sure. And you guys on Instagram stories, if you want to have an entire episode, I have an entire training on that. It's episode number 25 on my podcast. So go listen to that one on stories because a million percent. Yes. And there's huge, huge and they're free. And I think it gets, it's the relatable side. It's like, I'm going to see who you really are behind the professional brand. And I mean, I get way more swipe ups, replies back to me yes. in the stories than I do on most of my posts. Yes. And it's like hot mess me. Like, yeah, cause, cause they're like, Oh, she's a real person. Yeah. I can see in the background, her house is really a mess. And so this is the one day that she hasn't cleaned yet. <laughs> yes. And people love it. They're, they're yes. like, I'm so glad to know I'm not alone. Yes. Right. Yep. Oh my gosh. So all of this was like totally mind blowing. I'm just so excited. I know so many people have been curious about becoming an influencer, how they can get sponsored, how it all works, how much they should charge. So thank you. You're amazing. You're incredible. And I think your mission of helping women be empowered, helping them love who they truly are inside and out, and just kind of taking the life experiences and the seasons you had and crafting that into an empowerment brand is freaking awesome. Thank you. So yes. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. And thanks for being a guest on our show. And I'm sure everybody wants to know where to find you. So can you tell us, tell us where to find Steph? Yes. So my lovely rainbow account. I just love rainbows so much. So I just had to include it. So you can find me at self love with Stephanie on Instagram. And if you're interested in Instagram management, you can reach out to me on my website. There's a contact button. Just put Instagram management in the title and I will definitely get back to you. I also have a ton of self-love resources that are going to be coming out soon. So below is my email to sign up for that. And I'm just so blessed to be able to be on this podcast and to be able to help someone. And my dream was just to be able to work from home and raise my child and photograph him, to be completely (laughs) honest. And so if I can help someone else do that, then that is a great day for me. So I hope to connect with everybody. And I'm so excited. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes, the mompreneur mastermind show and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie gas. I'll see you soon. Bring light, love and abundance until next time.